the powerful accountable from Washington, D.C. to right here in Southern New England. This is 10 News Conference with Gene Valicente. Good morning, everyone. I'm Gene Valicente. This is a special 10 News Conference decision 2022 primary debate with the Democrats running for general treasurer in Rhode Island. James Diosa is the former mayor of Central Falls, and Stefan Pryor is the former Commerce Secretary. We're dispensing with opening statements to get to what really matters fast, a frank look at how the candidates differ and what they'll do as treasurer. Now, as we said, we're dispensing with with uh, opening statements, but let's get right to the first question and then we'll do our closers at the end. All right, first question is for you, Mayor Diosa. The mission of the treasurer, as I look up the website right now, is the mission of the office of the general treasurer is to promote economic growth and financial security for all Rhode Islanders. Would you keep that statement or change it if you win? Uh, thank you, Gene, for having me this morning. I am excited to be here. I am a uh, very clear that my position as general treasurer would be to be the best steward for the pension fund and manage the office of the treasury with all of its programs to better the quality of life of people. We know people are suffering now with high gas prices, inflation, etc. And I believe this office can really be used to better the outlook of Rhode Islanders for the future. So you would keep, sounds like you'd keep that. Correct. The mission of the office is to promote economic growth and financial security for all Rhode Islanders. The Secretary Pryor? I'd keep it. I think that's a great dual goal, economic growth and financial security. I think I'm best positioned for that because I have been Commerce Secretary for seven and a half years. I want to focus on growing the economy yep. using the platform of the Treasury, but we also have to worry about our financial security, the pension fund and the management of the state's finances. All right, since you'll both keep that opening statement, then we're going to tell the web person not to change it. Now, would you be, Mayor, next question for you, would you be a strict constructionist with regard to the office? In other words, you would keep to the line as it's outlined in the Constitution, the boards and duties you have now, or would you use it as a platform? to do other things. Are you a strict constructionist or not? Look, right now, uh, the importance of the office is to manage the pensions, and like I said, manage the other programs. I want to build upon those programs and the success and the professionalism that Seth Magaziner is leaving behind. Mm -hmm. The importance is I have the experience of managing pensions because I did it in Central Falls, and also the different programs for constituents. And I've done that by providing services as mayor, just like the Victims' Compensation Fund in the Treasurer's Office, mm -hmm. or the Unclaimed Property, or bank local program that's loans for small businesses. I've had that experience of interacting with constituents and providing services, which is good quality to have for the people of Rhode Island. Yes, I will, conti I will continue all these programs. I will make my assessment in January if elected and build upon these programs. Right, Secretary Pryor, you've already told me on the radio that yes. you will depart from strict constructionism. You are pushing for tax cuts. That's not the purview of the treasurer. So you're going to, you're going to already, out of the box, you're going to be a little different than your opponent. Well, I'd, I'd quarrel with your premise a little bit. Uh, what I would say is, of course, I would strictly adhere to the rules of how the treasurer's office is, mm -hmm. uh, is uh, conducted, how it's operated. We would uh, operate within the statutes. But the treasurer is also an elected official in his or her own right. And I would use the pulpit of the treasurer's office to ensure that we have sound tax policy in our state, working in concert with the governor and the General Assembly. And I would start to expand upon the platform of those programs. So, for example, I want to talk about small business for a minute. Uh, before you do that, so you would depart from the strict duties and use it as a platform for other things. I think we're in agreement on that. No, I, I, would, I would stay say, within I would the rules. For, I, I would say for other things. What I would say is in the domain, of, the the domain of finance, yep. of, of finance, I think it's very important that the treasurer, with the expertise of the staff and the treasurer mm -hmm. himself, 
if I'm that treasurer, I think we should talk about, for example, the issues of the day that really affect the economy. Inflation's one of them. So we need to think about a couple things. How do we manage the pension for portfolio yep. to avoid pitfalls that could result from inflation? But also, what's the tax policy that would be most advantageous okay. in the case of inflation? And one example there would be a sales tax cut. And by the way, I, I want to point out, that's not just during, uh, helpful during an inflationary period. Connecticut and Massachusetts already have lower sales tax rates than we do. We should be more competitive. Let me hold it there. Now, Mayor, you want to get back in. Yeah, he just wants to use it as a platform to push for cutting taxes. Of course, sticking within the law and the yeah. statutes. We understand that. Go ahead. So I think he, my opponent is confusing the duties of this Office of General Treasurer. He's been the Commerce Secretary for seven years. And just now, is he advocating for the reduction of the sales tax? My question to him is, where do you find the $100 million that a lowering of a tax cut will leave in the budget? I, that's a, a question I have for him. And two is, look, we have to be real about our records. We don't want to treat this office like another economic development office. It's clear that under his leadership at Commerce, CNBC has come out with a report, the annual report, that says for business, we've ranked in the bottom 50 under his leadership for seven years. Look, the taxpayers, the retirees, all the Rhode Islanders do not want to hear a, a person that's running for office that wants to play around with this office. We have to stick to the strict guidelines of this office, making sure we're making sound investments and bettering the quality of life of people for Rhode Island. Okay, he, he posed the question, uh, I believe, I want to fact check it, CNBC has us. I believe at number 20, 45, yes. we were 50 at some point. Go ahead, Stefan. Yeah, we, we do happen to be up on that. And I'll note also we're that still we're, up, we're up 12 positions uh, on access to capital, which is providing finance to small businesses and all businesses. That's a different survey. Yeah, in different the CNBC, survey. in that CNBC survey as a category, right. we're substantially up. And I will note also that when you look at how our economy is doing coming out of COVID, Moody's says we have one of the strongest recoveries in the country, number two last time I checked, and in the Northeast region, we're number one, leading the way at the top of the list. And, and this is why this is important. We're not talking about uh, some kind of uh, real major change in the treasurer's office. Mm -hmm. What we're talking about is not underutilizing the office, but properly utilizing the office to ensure that we keep the economy strong. Gene, you yourself, Describe the mission statement as including economic growth right at the top of the mission statement. Well, that's, for the that's, that's magaziners. That's and, and Treasure Magaziners. I asked say, if you change it. Let, let me just yeah. say this. I understand why Mr. Diosa doesn't want to get into tax policy, and I'll say why. Mm -hmm. um, in 2018, in Central Falls, uh, Mayor Diosa proposed a three times the legally permitted increase above the 4% tax cap. Mm -hmm. They ended up at, at, uh, at two times plus the tax increase allowed under state statute to the point where there had to be a tax refund to the residents mm -hmm. of Central Falls. Hold it, hold the it mathematics there. were not actually calculated yeah. correctly to do the tax policy that was under his purview. So hold it there. Mayor, answer, yeah. then we're going to go to a break. Oh, absolutely. Uh, my opponent, again, wants to create smoking mirrors. The facts are the facts. The Rhode Island Public Expenditure Council has noted that we still, as a state, haven't rega regained all the jobs pre-pandemic and only two-thirds of the workforce are still actively looking for work. So I think his facts are incorrect. Two, to his statement of Central Falls, look, I'm proud of the work that we did in Central Falls, a city that hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. our, when I took over, our bond rating was at junk status. When we left, it was an investment grade. Yes, there was an oversight, 
No one got uh, uh, overtaxed at the end of the day. It didn't cost taxpayer dollars. Now my opponent wants to say uh, it, it, it created an mm -hmm. issue. But I would question him is, you know, when Cooler and Warmer came out, which is a national blunder, an embarrassment for a Rhode Islander who was born and raised here, that cost taxpayer money. That's the big difference. So Democrat candidates for treasurer in Rhode Island. Secretary Pryor, are you uniquely qualified to be the treasurer? Are you more qualified than your opponent? I, I do believe so. And that's because I've managed billions of dollars of investment. Not millions of dollars, billions of dollars of investment. I was called into service as the head of the Lower Manhattan Development Corporation, mm -hmm. which co coordinated the World Trade Center rebuilding after September 11, 2001. We saw billions of dollars of public and private investment, and I helped to coordinate that. And you can see the result. New office towers where the towers once stood, the Twin Towers, and a new memorial, and it's one of the chief attractions uh, in our country. Uh, we brought the financial capital of the world back. Here in Rhode Island, I helped to coordinate billions of dollars of private and public investment in my, in my work as mm -hmm. Commerce Secretary for seven and a half years. You need to be able to understand complex financial tools, to utilize financial instruments, to follow the markets, to attract investment, to carry out work that keeps us financially stable and keeps our economy sound. I am the strongest candidate for all of those purposes. Uh, is your, is uh, Mayor Diosa, go ahead. Hi, uh, so I, I'm, I'm uniquely qualified because uh, I am proud of all the work that we did in Central Falls and turning a city around. Uh, I managed a pension that when I took over, the bankruptcy court had cut retirees 50%. We were able to uh, not only move it to 75% with the General Assembly, but move it into the MERS system where it's invested in a bigger pool with better experts and low fees for the retirees and actives. So I'm very proud of the work there. I've also managed budgets, managed budgets uh, uh, that my opponent hasn't. I had to protect the taxpayer while he's had to give out taxpayer dollars. You say you've had practical experience, experience. as a mayor with real people. A Go tested ahead. leader that's, that's again, uh, uh, had the le leadership where the buck stops at my table. I, ha I haven't had to answer to anyone. Go ahead. All right, the pension fund of Central Falls is of less than 1% the value of the overall pension fund of, this, of the state of Rhode Island. Now, having said that, the mayor m managed that fund to a very limited extent in accordance with a plan presented by a receiver. He had to follow a five-point plan mm -hmm. and carry out a plan for the administration of that city. Honestly, the mayoralty was of no fault of Mr. Diosa's, but largely symbolic in his period of time. And what was the ultimate move that, went, uh, that uh, resulted in the, the, the pension mm -hmm. stabilization for Central Falls? It was giving away the pension fund to the state. Now, I, I want to I say something else here, Gene. There's been a Please. couple of references by Mr. Yeah. Diosa to the success story of Central Falls. I don't think most people believe that, and I have, to, I have to quibble with that. I have to say the unemployment rate of Central Falls when Mr. Diosa took office in 2012 was the third highest in Rhode Island. When he left, it was the third highest in Rhode Island. The unemployment rate was still terrible. The commercial tax rate when he took office, the business property tax, was third highest Chief in Rhode Island, Island when that. Mr. Diosa took yeah, office. Yeah. It was the first highest. Yeah. It was worse, okay. yeah. the business property tax, when he left office. That is not my idea of a yeah. success story. Moody says that Rhode Island is surging as an overall state. Right. And that's the kind of storyline I've been involved with, with two governors helping to manage our economy. Go ahead, Mayor, refute well, it if yeah, you'd like. Absolutely. Central Falls, when it declared bankruptcy in 2011-2012, 20, 20, uh, uh, 
uh, you know, he wasn't here. He was working in another state. So I, I, I understand why he has his facts misconstru misconstrued. Central Falls was the first bankruptcy in the state of Rhode Island. You know, as any taxpayer, I would hope that the, the best oversight over this uh, uh, bankruptcy uh, was important to ensure that there was a managed to progress for the city of Central Falls. The, man, the, the plan that the bankruptcy uh, court laid out cannot manage itself. I had to manage that cell to the point where after five years, we met and exceeded the expectations of the five-year plan, yeah. so much so that Moody said that it was incredible how quickly and successful the turnaround of Central Falls has become, including saying that we were a national model for other bankruptcies around the Could country. I, just a point of clarification. Judge Flanders was appointed as the receiver. He gave the haircuts. And the narrative is that he tied it up and handed it to you, yeah. and you took it and didn't screw it up. Is right. that a fair? It's, is that a fair or, assessment? When, when he says he tidied it up and yeah. gave it to us, it cost uh, taxpayers over three million dollars for that plan. What we did was manage the plan, make important investments. Look, uh, Rhode Island College came to Central Falls. That didn't just happen because of a plan. Economic development. By the way, amazingly, happened, we worked on that happened, together. Happened, as a matter of fact. Uh, in Central Falls, it didn't happen by itself, by a plan. The new train station that's happening in Pawtucket in Central Falls yeah. isn't happening because of a plan. Okay, Again, another we place made we work sound, together. Gene, I'd like to get in there for a moment. I, I will, that are really providing opportunities for uh, Central Falls residents in the Blackstone Valley. Take 20 the, seconds the, and we're moving on. The to one other thing that I want to add in these 20 seconds is just to underscore what Mr. Diosa himself has said about the migration of that pension plan from Central Falls. He just said that at, at, it was at a 25% cut or loss to the pensioners. So when they moved that fund, people were suffering with lower payments. I, you know, I don't view this as a terrific success story. Yeah. And again, when you're state yeah. treasurer, yeah. you don't have the option as a solution of giving the pension okay. fund yeah. away. Yeah. All right, I'll tell you what, let's move on. Yeah, my, my opponent's, again, incorrect, because I, I guess the information for wherever he was at the time, not in Rhode Island, uh, is, is uh, not factual. The bankruptcy made the cuts. Okay. Again, we moved it you into a stable plan where we now know that for future generations, and I have they to cannot say, mess around okay, with the one pension. Of our goals, ensure, one of our goals is to restore benefits in the future in the state pension the plan. And you're not able to do that in Central Falls. argue on the hallway. Again, We're moving on I, to other I things. I have experience. He doesn't. All right. We are moving on to other things. You have to be astute at Wall Street. Derivatives. Understand what margin calls are. Are you up to that task, Mayor Diosa? Are you up to the formalities of understanding? Absolutely. I done it when we were managing the pensions of Central Falls. You sit with the actuarials, with mm -hmm. portfolio managers. Look, this offer, this office is important for the, the, the treasurer to be a strong steward for the working people of Rhode Island. You know, outside of the, 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 the data and the numbers of the pension fund, I see people. Okay. I see people who are working hard every single day providing services for Rhode Island to ensure that they have a healthy retirement, and I'm going to do just that. And I'm going to work with the State Investment Commission, who makes the overall decisions, and work with the chief investment officers who makes the guidance towards the investments. Okay, we're bringing you back well, in. Uh, he, mayor says he understands the complexity of Wall Street investments. Right. I know you spent time down there. I won't question your, your qualifications on that. Are you questioning his? Well, I am because, I frankly, we just witnessed that Mr. Diosa really didn't answer the question. You referenced derivatives as an example. And, and I, I'm margin gonna, calls. And, and I'm just going to respond to that and say that there are categories of derivatives uh, in the world, including options and futures and swaps, um, that are the ways in which you conduct derivative transactions. So, and are you going to do that as treasurer? Excuse me. Is he going to do that as treasurer? Excuse me. 
Excuse me. Derivatives, for example, in the in the domain of options, gives you yeah. gives you the choice as to whether to acquire an asset. Derivatives are an important asset class and financial instrument to understand. And what I want to say here is, so my opponent what, what is going to override the state him, investment commission by making decisions. Wow, that's that's very good. Yeah. I think I think, yeah. I think that's, that's that's that is a very deceiving. That's a very peculiar way to describe uh, a definition, very, very Mr. Deals. And what I would say here is. I hear you on your excessive reliance upon the investment commission and on the uh, in investment That's officer of the of the. Let me complete. Excuse me. Let, I let you. you, know, uh, you did. Uh, uh, and and yes, we do need to draw upon the professionals of the treasurer's office, and I will I will in fact draw upon them. But I have to say this: just as in Central Falls, Mr. Diosa, based on the circumstances, was a sim really a largely symbolic mayor yeah. because of the receiver's plan yeah. and the requirements. I'm not blaming you. I'm expressing fact. Okay. Again, I, I don't want to. Cannot, I don't want to do that as again, a pattern. You, and what the mayor you were not in the state Let me finish. You were okay, okay, mayor. Okay, so you to, I'm going to look at camera five. Symbolically, outside, serving again, symbolically once again okay. as treasurer, where the commission is very important, but you have to lead as treasurer. There you go. I've got to go to a break. Commercials won't wait, and we will continue this when we come back. We have another full segment. The spirited Ted News Conference today, former Commerce Secretary Stephen Pryor is with us. He's running for treasurer along with the former Central Falls Mayor James Diosa. There are options that both of you could choose along with the guidance of your board for investing. Uh, there are traditional equities, stocks, there are funds. Uh, Bitcoin, does that interest you in any way? Look, I, I, I don't want to play any politics with the pension fund. Bitcoin is a very unstable mm -hmm. uh, money market situation. I want to stick to uh, what we have now, which is the strategy of back to the basics, okay. um, and focus on that to ensure uh, best returns for our pension fund and, and make sound uh, uh, decisions so that we ensure best returns at 30 years out. Okay, uh, I appreciate brief answers. Go ahead, Bitcoin, does that interest you? Not at all. Uh, the banks, no, the big banks are dealing with Bitcoin. They are because I, they believe they have to grapple with it, yep. but it's much too volatile. And the last thing we need is to introduce more volatility into our pension fund at a moment where there's so much turbulence in the economy, so no. How about hedge funds? Well, hedge funds need we to be, to be in the minimum. Now we're out. We're at about 7% yep. of, the, of the total portfolio in hedge funds. I think we need to, if we use them at all, if we acquire them or, or invest through them, through them at all, we need to use the low fee version that enables us to have the highest yield for our, for our investors and for our pensioners. Okay. Hedge funds? Uh, I, I want to move away from them. Uh, it's high fees. It's volatile. I think that what retirees and actors want to see is very stable yeah. uh, investments. Mayor, do you own any stock? Do you buy and sell stock? No, yourself? I do not. Do you have mutual funds? Uh, no. No. Do you have 401k? Uh, four, no. 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 So you have no investments? I have a, no, I, I, my pension is currently with the state for oh, my a state time pension. Yes. Okay. How about you, uh, Commerce Secretary uh, Pryor? Do you I, buy and sell stock? I, I do. Uh, I'm not a frequent user or a day trader, but I do have some stocks, some my family's stock, uh, some technology stock okay. and utility stock, and I do have an investment in, in an index fund. Uh, which is uh, similar to a mutual fund, but indexed on certain yes, stocks. Yes, it's the it's the S&P 500 yeah. tracker. I, I, I invest in that. Okay. Uh, you're, well, I guess they would say the recipients of the state pensions were given a haircut. We all know that under Governor, of, under governor Raimondo, until it's 80% funded, they don't get their colas. They have called me several times on the radio. They want them before they pass away. 
right? Yes. You heard yes. so he wants them while I'm alive. Yes. Can you give it to him? Can you give him any relief? I believe so. I have to say you need someone who's managed billions of dollars at the helm in the Treasury in order to get there. The current deadline or first opportunity mm -hmm to offer restoration of benefits is 2031 as things stand at that 80% level it's predicted. Gene, I don't think that's good enough. We need to accelerate, we need to accelerate, and we can't use gimmicks. We shouldn't do some kind of a one-time giveaway that's not premised on the idea of going further, and I think Mr. Yep. Diaz has proposed something like that. We need to structurally get back to offering benefits that are meaningful and predictable for our retirees and do so responsibly without destabilizing the fund. I know we can do it based upon my investment acumen okay, and my track record. It's going to be a hard one we toss to your closing statements. May, you have talked about a stipend to get yeah. these recipients some well, sort of relief. I, Address that for I, me. I travel around the state and I talk to a lot of retirees who some are on food stamps because of high inflation, they're mm -hmm. not able to stretch the monthly uh, dollars that they get from the state. And so I want to look at a stipend with the focus of ensuring that we meet that 30, 2030 to 2031 mark of restoring the pension fund to a 80% uh, a, a mm -hmm. so that the COLAs can come back in. Are both of you happy to be in the Democrat Party? Oh, yes. Are there any baggage that comes along with that? Well, there's baggage with anything. I've been a lifelong Democrat. I'm extraordinarily proud. And you as well? Yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have the endorsement of the state Democratic Party, and I've been a very active Democrat throughout right. my life. Bye. Coin toss, the closing statements begin. Stefan Pryor, you go first. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Gene. We need a treasurer who takes the job seriously and doesn't intend to undertake it symbolically. Uh, and I have to say, Gene, that uh, Mr. Diosa may see it differently. Uh, my goal is to ensure, just as we started this debate, that we focus on the economy, keep the economy strong, keep our finances strong. I have the track record and the background managing billions of dollars at the World Trade Center here as the longest serving commerce, top commerce official we've had. I think it's extraordinarily important. You know, we, Moody's may say we're surging. We have a long way to go. We need to help small businesses. We need to help women who are escaping domestic violence get on strong financial footing. We need to help Rhode Islanders across the state access the banking system. We can do those things, but we need someone in charge who, un unlike in Central Falls, where there was a largely symbo symbolic mayoralty, no, no fault of Mr. Diosa, and where Mr. Diosa is proposing that he would rely heavily on everyone else uh, in the Treasury Department. Thank we you. need someone at the top who's a serious leader to, to determine to do the job himself. Thank you. And I am that candidate. We must hold you there. Go ahead, Mayor Diosa. One you. minute. Thank you, Gene, for the opportunity. My life into politics has been very different uh, from most. Uh, my family fledged violence and corruption from Colombia in the late 70s to uh, escape all that and look in, in search of hope. And he knew that if you want to have a family in the future, the United States and the state of Rhode Island would be the state that would give us hope. And within one generation, I was able to not only grow up, go through the public school systems in Central, Central Falls, but graduate college and become mayor of the city that saw me grow up. And I was the mayor that was able to build upon uh, the bankruptcy that was left behind in Central Falls when I took over and rebuild a city that is now called uh, the Comeback City and a model for other bankruptcies around the country. And I want to take that tested leadership, that actual leadership, into the treasurer's office to better the outcome of people's lives, investing soundly the investments of the pension so that retirees are, are living the best quality of life for the service that they've given us, build more Thank schools you. for our residents, and invest in infrastructure projects across the state. Thank you, Mayor.
I appreciate your time and thank you, Commerce Secretary Pryor. Good luck to you. It's an important office thank to you, deal James. with schools and student loans and other issues we didn't touch on today, but I think we got the big stuff. Yeah. Good luck to both of you. Yeah. That's a special 10 News Conference Decision 2022 debate. For now, I'm Gene Valicenti. I'll talk to you on the radio weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on WPRO and weeknights right back here on NBC10. They're shaking hands. That's a good sign.